0: I'm Rachel Decker Have you ever retired a human by mistake? No I need mean the old blade running This is a battle. battle If only you could see what I've seen guys. More human than human is our motto What if I go north? Could you come after me? No, would But Time to die Experiment. Nothing more. Nothing more. More human All right, Aaron Whitlow from the Markout Movie Podcast. Uh, I am doing in today's episode a quick uh, review. Uh, I'm going to call this uh show... A series, I'm going to call it The Bucket List. And so, uh, in this episode, I am reviewing Blade Runner from 1982, uh, directed by Ridley Scott, written by Hampton uh, Fancher, Fancher, who did the screenplay, David Webb Peoples, who did the screenplay, uh, and other people who are credited in this. Hit a hair in my mouth. have no idea why. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get to the, if I can get to it, please. Let me go ahead and get to the uh, synopsis. Um, Deckard Harrison Ford is forced by the police, by the police boss to continue his old job as a replicant hunter. His assignment, eliminate four escaped replicants from the colonies who have returned to Earth. Before starting the job, Deckard goes to the Tyrell Corporation, and he meets Rachel, Sean Young, a replicant girl he's fallen in love with. Uh, Like I said, release date, June 25th, 1982. I was two years old at that point. Uh, Ridley Scott directed screenplay, a story by Philip K. Dick. Uh, Cinematography is Jordan Cronenworth. And um, I mentioned a host of different people who who wrote the screenplay. IMDb, 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, Google users 85% like this movie on Google and 90% Rotten Tomato. This movie is, of course, certified fresh with a 90% uh, tomato meter reader. Rating. Rating. And an audience score of 91%. So this is uh, fairly loved by all, it seems. Um, Let's get to uh, the cast, shall we, that is in this movie. Uh, Of course, as I mentioned before, Harrison Ford is in this film uh, as uh, Rick Deckard. uh, Rucker Hauer is Roy Batting. Batting, Sean Young is Rachel. Edward James Olmos is Gaff M- Emmett Walsh? Is Bryant Daryl Hanna? Is Pris. Uh William Sanderson? Is JF Sap- Sebastian and Brian James? Is Leon Kowalski? Um, and then there's other people uh, Dr. Eldon uh, Tyrell is played by Joe Turkle and um, uh, Joanna Cassidy, who is Zora in this film, is known for also being a who framed Roger Rabbit. As uh, uh, man, uh, uh, I forget the name of the police officer and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. as his love interest, uh, ex-wife, ex-dame, whatever. All right, so my thoughts on this movie: this film is a widely loved film. A lot of people love it. Uh, it is, it is what it is. It is a scientific marvel of a film. Uh in in the time where sci fi in eighty two didn't look like this. You know, prior to this you had Star Wars who took Sci Fi to a different different uh place, uh and then a lot of stuff tried to emulate uh, Star Wars. But this movie in eighty two uh set the standard for dystopian uh futuristic uh stories. Um Like dark, uh, dark, uh, what is it? Um, Dark City, um, other little movies that's just like this. I would, I would argue, Total Recall, uh, anything like that, kind of got its basis from Blade Runner. And Morgan, not Morgan Freeman, I'm sorry. Harrison Ford is as great as Rick Deckard. Uh, he kept smiling in this film or having a weird look on his face, like a confused look on his face. you see seen him have this look as Indiana Jones a bit, um, not so much as uh, Han Solo. Uh, and that's an interesting thing that I just thought about. The fact that Harrison Ford is in arguably two of the biggest uh, influences on sci-fi, on the sci-fi genre uh within that time frame he was in star wars and he was also in blade runner so that's an interesting factoid about this film um but harrison ford is good as uh, rick deckard uh the um maybe he's human maybe he's a uh uh replicant we don't know the end of the movie is not sure uh some of the theories that they, uh, based on that he's a replicant is the dream that he has of the unicorn and the fact that, uh, Gafe, aka Edward James Almos, um, makes a, makes a, uh, unicorn figurine for him, uh, uh you know, place it on his desk, meaning how would he know that unless he, he, uh, read his memory file? in order to know that he has implanted memories of a unicorn. So, uh, uh, because Deckard is a very private individual. He doesn't splurt uh, facts about himself or things like that. So, you know, it's an interesting uh, concept that this man might actually not be man, but also might actually be a replicant. And so, those are things that... um, that you know you look at, so uh, yeah, so my son goes to work, that's where he's headed to. I just remember where he's going, all right, see, ya. anyway, this is what we do in the podcast. we lie people anyway, so uh we um realize that this man may also be a, a you know a replicant, uh or he might be human. He's uh, really good at his job. He's a really good. Blade Runner. Blade Runners are people who go and hunt. Uh, uh, well, I'm not going to call them androids, but replicants, uh, and that are either a should've been retired, b uh, just uh, out causing chaos, things like that. Um, so that's what they do. They hunt them. And uh, what we what we live, what we see in this town, in this. Los Angeles that takes place in 2019 this movie came out in 1982 this movie takes place in 2019 and I would I want to bring this up. I feel like that the uh, I feel like what we get from the uh, film Is some real like life of what? What it was like although they made LA look more like New York um, in this film whereas we know that New York is New York and LA, but I, I have never been to either one of the places. But you know, it has like in this movie, you see like advertisements for like Coca Cola and things like that, uh, billboards, and it just feels the town, the setting, the um, where, where this movie takes place. It feels like a real life place, it doesn't feel like a set, it feels like a town, it feels like a place that you can walk into and go on the street and uh, you know. Order food, uh, or go to a bar, or anything like that, and you know it would be interesting. It would have been interesting to kind of see a little bit more of the town like that. Um, so I thought I found that I found that interesting. I found uh, the fact that there is replicant not only people but replicant things, There's replicant snakes, replicant fish, replicant you know ev- like anything and everything can be a replicant. So, um, I, it, the way it, there's a question that some uh, the Deckard asked. Um, I'm gonna get her name, uh, Zora, because um, she goes through her, her burlesque show and she has a snake. Uh, and he asked, uh, "Is this a real snake?" And she's like, "No, I can't afford." You think I can? You think I'd be here if I can afford a real one? Um, so it tells me that. I don't know, but the way I read into it, it tells me that re- owning a replicant of anything is cheaper than having a human, having an actual human or having an actual snake or having an actual fish or eating actual fish or eating actual snakes or anything like that. Or, you know, or you know, so I think that it is it is uh, cheaper to do that. Um, but yeah, I just found that interesting, um, found that very interesting. Um, so what I, what I found is, uh, Deckard interesting. Um, and then, uh, another interesting character was Roy Bating, which is Rucker Howard. He's always just accomplished and scary and menacing. And so I thought he did an excellent job in this film. Uh, he seemed like a villain, and I see from him is the basis of a lot of villains. I would say going forward, um, and uh, Rachel uh, Sean Young, she was excellent in this, and and I love the visual what they did with the eyeballs, like the the flare that happens when the eyes hit certain lights, it's almost like the cat's eyes will react or respond to light at times. Uh, I love that. I love that uh, aspect of it. Um, and, uh, Daryl Hannah, so Daryl Hannah is the scene where she is running in the alley and she, uh, crashed into a taxi drop, a taxi, uh, window and breaks the window, the glass that wasn't as, uh, supposed to happen. She actually tripped and stumbled and hit that. And so, so, uh, you know, but she as a trooper kept going forward and didn't stop. So that was a tremendous thing. um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, so I found that was very, very interesting, uh, to say the least. Um, and so the story, obviously he's trying to track down these, uh, these replicants that are, um, AWOL, you know, e, uh, Eminem, uh, M. Emmett Walsh, Walsh was pretty good in this film. William Sanderson was 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 always always excellent in everything he's in. Uh, Brian James. I want to talk about Brian. So this guy is a guy that I hadn't seen in a long time. I, I didn't realize uh, he uh, he's passed away. So he died in nineteen ninety nine. That's why I hadn't seen him in anything in a long time. I remember this guy. He was always a good bad guy in a lot of movies um he was really always a good bad guy and a lot of stuff that he was in it was just really good to see him again in this film but um yeah so but he was more menacing to me than uh uh Rucker Hauer actually uh in my opinion but so you all know the story of this movie I'm here to give you my thoughts on it Ultimately, I didn't really care for this movie as much as a lot of people do. Uh, I know you're shaking your head doing double takes right now. It's, as a student of film, I think that it looks great. Uh, it's great noir or neo-noir, if you will. Uh, but I just, it, the story didn't keep my interest. Um, the pacing didn't keep my interest. And so I wasn't as pleased with the film. It's others, so I'm going to give this moving. I'm going to give it two and a half stars uh, out of three, out of five, because of, of, not markouts, two and a half markouts out of five uh, on the markout meter, because it's, it's, the visuals in it was great, the story originality was great, but it just didn't keep my interest, guys, I'm sorry, and I apologize, but I, I really enjoyed what I did of it. But it just wasn't for me. And it's okay if it wasn't for me. It's for you, and I'm not hating on you. Don't hate on me. But if you do, what can I do? Man, you have the right to do what you want to do. I'm not going to cry about it. But that's my thoughts on uh, Blade Runner from 1982. I'm going to take a quick uh, break, and I'm going to come back to you with Blade Runner uh, 2049. (laughs) So we could get a drink. The critics have spoken. Late Runner 2049 is next level staggering. This is really uh, something. It's everything cinema should be. You don't have to say that. Late Runner 2049. All right. Aaron Whitlow from the Margot Movie Podcast. I'm here now recording the second of the bucket list episode which is Blade Runner 2049 which came out in 2017 Uh, let me go ahead and get to the figures for this Blade Runner if I may Uh, let's see Blade Runner 2049 let's see what they're saying about oh Blade Runner 2049 first of all let me go ahead and get to the uh, synopsis of the film young Blade Runner K's discovery of a long buried secret leads him to track down former Blade Runner Rick Deckard, who's been missing for thirty years. The film was directed by Denis uh, Villeneuve. Uh, sorry for butchered it. Cause writers Hampton Frencher from screenplay, Michael Green screenplay, and two others credited. Starring Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, Anna De uh, and a lot of other people. I will get to it when I get to it. Let's go ahead and get to the ratings for such a film, shall we? All right, eight uh, out of ten on IMDb, eighty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-one percent on the Metacritic. Uh, let's go ahead and get eighty-three percent of Google users like this. Let's look at that fresh uh, that score on Rotten Tomato. I'm not going to call it fresh. We're going to see if it is or not. It is certified fresh. Eighty-seven percent love this on the Tomato Meter. Eighty-one percent audience score. So, the 87% fresh is lower than the original, of course. But, it's still fantastic. Alright, uh, once again, I'm going to get to the cast and... Not the crew, but at least the cast, right? Alright, let's hit it up with some Dave Bautista as Saper Morton. Ryan Gosling as K. Robin Wright as Lieutenant Joshi. Mark Arnold as the interviewer in one part uh Vilma Shinsky as Angry O'Lee. We, we don't really care about all that, do we? Anna D'Armas is Joy. Wood Harris as Nandez. Uh, David Dashmachion as Coco. Thomas Lemurkis as the foul clerk. Nobody cares about that. I'm sorry, buddy. Sylvia Hulks, though. They care about her. She's love. Edward James Omov returns as Gafe or Gaff. Jared Leto is a uh, Niander Wallace. And then there is other people in this film. Uh, Marriott is uh, played by Mackenzie Davis, who also we know as another cyborg-like character from uh, Terminator uh, Dark Fate. She played... Um, but got her name on that bloody movie, but she was in that movie. I know uh Brand is listening to this like, you idiot! You should get it right. He don't talk like that. But anyway, let me get to my thoughts on this film. So Kay Ryan Gosling is captivating in this whole film from beginning to the end. I follow this guy. Clearly, you could tell I like this a little bit more than I like the original. Uh, I loved how they updated it. I love the the AI that they had in it as far as like like so that uh the girlfriend element with Joy uh character how hey, you can have an uh artificial AI in your house uh just to keep you company it 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 it's in the back room you come home you hear the voice calling and I, at first I didn't know what to expect when I heard her voice calling from the other room like you know, hey, hey, I'll be out in a minute. How you doing? How was your day? And he's talking, I got hurt at work today. Oh, I'm sorry. I could probably be able to fix it and da-da-da-da-da. I was like, well, is it going to be a person, really? Or, if? and then I thought, well, maybe it's on his, just like in his house. Like, it's just a, a home system or something like that. Or maybe it's a, and then I thought, maybe he has like some type of looped recording of a, of a past loved one. And he just always respond to it. So I didn't know what it was going to be. I noticed that, uh, what what gave it away is when she said pour me a drink and he poured two drinks and he drank both of them. I was like, oh well, okay. So she ain't gonna get her drink. And so when he came and sat down at the table and started eating his gruel, um, and then like that switch on the uh, on the you know the uh, ceiling goes to the door and uh, follows this uh, projection through the door. I was like, that's pretty cool. I didn't catch who it was at first until, like, I got a close-up. I'm like, oh, I know her. Okay. And it just dawned on me who it was. So, I'm going to go ahead and mention it. Anna DeArmas was the woman from Knives Out, man. She killed it in Knives Out. So, it was so good to see. Hey, this movie. has so many people. Had hey, that dude from, uh, from that movie, uh, uh, was it Captain Phillip or whatever? What's that movie where, uh, you know Tom Hanks, uh, you know gets taken hostage, and the dude's like, "Look, look at me, listen to me, I'm the captain now." You know that bloke. So it has that dude in this movie. It has freaking Morgan from Walking Dead in this movie. I don't know why Morgan can't get real, real uh, parts. He's always playing some type of weird dude. But hey, he's good at playing the weird dude. The dude is British and he kills in something else I've seen him in before. But yeah, uh, man, Wood Harris, I always love seeing Wood Harris and stuff. He popping up. Guy has not aged a bit. He looks the same that he did in Above the Rim. Dude had an age. I don't know what he's been eating or drinking. The dude had an age. He looks the same. It's weird. It's weird, man. Dude got to be about 60 almost. But, um,. Yeah, man, I, I just absolutely love this film. Uh, David Batista, uh, seeing him pop up in this film was like uh bonus for me. I was like, okay, I'm interested. Because, you know, you have Batista in here to see Batista fight. You don't have Batista in a movie to do nothing else but fight. And, uh, and so it was an interesting story. The uh, beginning got me interested in it. And so it just kept taking me on and I paid attention to it. I really loved everything. Uh, Robin Wright was great in this movie as the Lieutenant Joshi. Uh, just everything about this movie was fun, and I'm not going to spoil anything for you. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'd rather people watch it. I watched it on IMDb TV. Uh, if you have Prime or IMDb TV, you can watch it that way. It's free, absolutely free. It's going to have ads that pop up, but it's it's okay. I can watch it for the ads, man. This movie was fun. I wish I loved the first one like I love this one, but I don't, and I and I hate that, because it's just built on the first one, but the first one was just, oh my goodness, just, it is what it is, man, but I love this one. I thought this was great, so I'm going to go ahead and give you my markouts for this movie. I, I give this movie four markouts uh, out of, uh, no, 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 I'm going to give it three and a half markouts out of five because it's not perfect the ending is not perfect but the things in it is perfect there's a fight scene in it that I felt every little bit of the fight scene uh and it it was uncomfortable to watch and it's hard to watch but it was such a good movie I love the I love the environment in this the city uh the you know just and you can tell from 2019 to 2049 the the world that they live in la has went downhill from that point so things hasn't really gotten better it's gotten worse but uh and and the fact that he uses ai uh is and and, and not he'll rather have something that he can't touch and feel be his companion versus something he can't touch and feel it's uh it's something man it's it's very deep man uh movie's great. I don't want to give anything away if you had not seen it. Uh, 2049 that's my rating for both of them so I got those off my bucket list i seen both of them out of both of them. I like really one of them. I didn't like like the other one as much but hey, my thoughts what's your thoughts? Thank you for supporting us here at the Mark Movie Podcast we thank you. Brandon thanks you I thank you. Dustin thanks you Quentin thanks you. Sean thanks you And anybody else that we have thrown in the mix, we all thank you uh, for just being a part of this community, for listening to our stuff. We're not the best out here. There's people that have better podcasts than we do. But I thank you for even paying attention to ours. You don't have to click on this when you see it, but you do. And I thank you for that from the bottom of my heart. We really do thank you. Um, This week, we're going to have more stuff. Me and Dustin's going to come with another riff track. That we're gonna do tomorrow, God willing, and then me, Friday, me and Brandon, we're gonna have some a uh, show versus mode. I gotta still, I gotta watch the Dev films again, uh, and then uh, next week we have more stuff, God willing. So in the meantime, in between times, stay safe, and uh, you know, keep washing hands and stay indoors as much as you can. Also, uh, thank you for marking out with us, and I'm gonna dust, uh, not Dust, but Brandon. You said that you need me to help you to find something to say at the end of your show. I'm going to work with you on that. All right. So in the meantime, and in-between time, I'm Aaron Whitlow. And I thank you for marking out with me here at the Out Movie Podcast.